0: Six thirty Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at two on six thirty Chad. A lot to get into this afternoon a lot of evolving issues uh, regarding ukraine for example our news desks are following what's happening overseas canada along with uh, many world leaders waiting to see what russian president vladimir Putin's going to do next we of course will always have the latest for you at the top and bottom of the clock and we will break in with details if necessary tomorrow budget day in alberta right energy prices sky high right now so with the revenue line in the budget it'll apparently look pretty good tomorrow later in the show we'll dig into just how important this budget is how important it is for this budget to be close to being back in the black for Jason Kenney's political future but off the top today Less than one hour ago, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau officially revoked the Emergencies Act, meaning the financial powers and the policing powers that were in place for the past nine days. Those powers have ended. All right, a gremlin in the engine, so to speak, this afternoon. Here is Justin Trudeau from one hour ago. We're very clear that the use of the Emergencies Act would be limited in time. When we invoked it, it would be in place for up to 30 days. But we said that we would lift it as soon as possible. We've held updates and briefs with ministers and officials every day, often multiple times a day. And today, after careful consideration, we're ready to confirm that the situation is no longer an emergency therefore the federal government will be ending the use of the emergencies act we are confident that existing laws and bylaws are now sufficient to keep people safe that was prime minister justin trudeau speaking in ottawa less than one hour ago so what now Well, 60 days from now, an investigation will take place dissecting why the act was invoked in the first place. All right, so the Emergencies Act is done. Everything is back to normal, or is it? For perspective this afternoon, Dr. Lydia Milgen joins us uh, this afternoon on the drive. Dr. Milgen, of course, Professor of Political Science out of the University of Windsor. Dr. Milgen, thank you for being here today. And I'm having troubles. Pat, can you put the phone on for me if you don't mind putting Dr. Lydia on there? Here we go. Okay, Dr. Lydia Milgen, thank you so much for being here this afternoon. How are you?
1: my pleasure it's nice I'm doing well
0: Well, well, I've got I have gremlins in the engine this afternoon working (laughs) for my end here so hopefully I can work some of this out but at least you and I have connected which is good and 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 what a whirlwind over the past uh, you know nine days or so so I guess uh, Dr. Miljan what's what's your overall reaction off the top here of uh, Justin Trudeau using the emergencies act in the first place
1: Well, I mean, I guess I was amongst many Canadians who was not convinced that it was, uh, that he had basically justified the reasons for using the Emergencies Act. Um, And even today when he was explaining why it's been revoked, it made no sense because he actually talked about one of the reasons for it was the blockade at the Ambassador Bridge. But the Ambassador Bridge had been cleared before the Emergency Act was invoked in the first place. So, in some respects, I just feel like I'm being gaslit by the Prime Minister. It's like, his version of events, um, you know, do not confirm to to what we've experienced in recent history. And the fact that, you know, the vote was on Monday, and the Liberals were full-throated support that we had to have the Emergency Act for the 30 days, and it was dire and it was serious and now two days later, oh never mind, nothing to see here folks, but it is very confusing.
0: It's confusing indeed. And anyone listening to 770 CHQR this afternoon uh, would know that you and I actually spoke, didn't we? And we talked about that, that the border blockades had ended and all that was left was Ottawa. And I think both of us came to the same opinion that it was only an Ottawa local issue, really, and not just a national issue when the Emergencies Act uh, was put in place. And I guess, Dr. Miljan, that's why you have this review that's coming up, don't you?
1: yes it is a parliamentary review and it will include we don't know who's going to include but presumably the negotiations are beginning it'll include parliamentarians from the house and from the senate and we'll have to see whether or not it's going to be a fair review. I mean, you know, as we've seen with all these other parliamentary committees, because the Liberals can stack the vote in their favor, you know, yeah. you sort of have to question or not whether or not it will be nonpartisan. And, and, and you know, and it's sort of, as my perspective is kind of a pox in all their houses. I mean, all political parties are going to, and we saw that over the weekend, that, you know, they're going to argue from particular partisan position, which isn't necessarily truthful. And so, I'm not sure that we're going to get much out of this, you know, even though it's mandated by the legislation. I think that every political party is just going to stick to their talking points, and I'm not sure we're really going to have a neutral, objective assessment of this situation.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, fingers crossed that say. Hopefully, we do. Uh, but I, I, I tend to. I tend to believe you as well this afternoon regarding that issue, uh, Doctor Miljan. I'm not sure if if you know the answer to this or not. Uh, again, this just came down within the last hour or so. So, with the act now revoked and the powers of the act ending do you know dr Miljan, what happens for example to any uh, money or accounts that have been frozen or or have been seized you know using the powers of the emergencies act
1: yeah that question was put to the finance minister Jeffrey freeland and she did respond saying that the process of unfreezing accounts was happening but nonetheless they were going to still freeze some and they were going to have other legislation so it was it was confusing and murky about her response so i think that um so we'll have to wait and see to the extent to which they change the law. I mean, I know that last week she had said that they wanted to make some of the aspects of the emergency act um, permanent, um, such as the the right to go into people's bank accounts and freeze funds um, for what they called illegal protest activity. So, well, I, again, I, you know, that would have to be new legislation and it would have to be voted on and passed in the legislature. And so it's unclear uh, to the extent to which
0: her threat will come come to fruition. Okay. Well, that's something, of course, we'll have to follow closely uh, in the days and weeks ahead. Um, politically speaking, Dr. Milgen, uh, using the Emergencies Act, um, d- how do you think using the Act makes Prime Minister Trudeau look?
1: I think what he was trying to do is it was portray himself as a strong, determined leader, and I think that certainly for partisans, and if you look at polls, you know, the partisans who were frustrated with the blockades and frustrated with the protest and disagreed um, were very much in support of it. But then if you look at, if you step back and look at the international community, he had terrible headlines around the world, and, and some yeah. of them were from previously you know, liberal-friendly media organizations and outlets, and so I think that over the span of time, you know, certainly the international community will judge him harshly. And I think that Canadians will change their points of view, especially because I think that, you know, by getting rid of it two days after the vote, it sort of, again, puts a lie to their statements that this is absolutely necessary and we have to have it. I mean, nothing has happened. In the last two days, that would change anything except for the fact that they realized that they probably weren't going to win the vote in the Senate or they didn't want to see a long protracted debate in the Senate. But, you know, on the ground, there has been no difference in the police response or in the protesters' behavior. So it's it, you know they could have easily have not had the vote on Monday and just simply said you know we, we accomplished what we needed to do on the weekend and let's move away. So I think that's where he made a, a serious error in judgment, and I think part of it was he wanted to win. He wanted he wanted to push the NDP to vote in favor, and, and in some respects maybe he was daring them to vote against him by saying, you know, this would be a confidence vote. I think that probably what he really wanted was an election so that he could, you know, maybe capitalize on his response to the protests and try to win a majority government.
0: Do you think voters will remember this uh, come next election, whenever it happens to be, or or do voters have short memories, you know? (laughs) We're distracted easily, perhaps.
1: (laughs) Yeah, look, squirrel. Yeah, we tend to have short memories, and there's just so much going on. I mean, I think that the end of the pandemic would be something that would be much more salient, and also... You know, we don't know when the election is going to be. It's going to be, I was suspect, at least a year out from now, um, yeah. if not longer. And a lot then is going to be more bread and butter issues, such as the economy and inflation and things like that. So we certainly, if, if this had triggered election, it would be front, front of mind. But considering that we don't even have an election date, it's unlikely that it would sustain it. But, you know, people are, you know, the thing about political parties, though, they'll remind, <laughs> they'll remind you that yes, there's they a will. whole ad campaign if you're a <laughs> conservative (laughs) conservative. conservative that ad campaign is writing itself um and whether or not they're triggering it or use it it'll depend on what who their leader is and what are the salient issues at the time
0: yeah i can see the ad campaigns already (laughs) as well (laughs) (laughs) dr milgen thank you so much for your time this afternoon i really appreciate it as always thank you you are very kind thank you for this
1: my pleasure,
0: Ted. Nice talking to you. Uh, you as well. You as well. That's Dr. Lydia Milgen, Professor of Political Science um, out of the University of-, of Windsor, of course, in Windsor, Ontario. Where are you regarding this today? What do you think about the Trudeau government using the Emergencies Act in the first place? Was invoking it an overreach, in your opinion? If so, why? Or was invoking the act necessary What are your thoughts on this? 403-974-8255-780-496-0063. Call in now and let me know what you think. Call in and weigh in, and we will get to your thoughts in a minute or two. For me, I'm glad that the act has been revoked. Uh, you, you cannot <laughs> just keep a powerful act in place just in case. And the financial powers, a regular listener to 770CHQR knows how I feel about the financial powers that are contained in the act. But Christia Freeland perhaps is going to be drafting legislation with the Prime Minister, maybe to keep some aspects of the Emergencies Act in place. We'll have to track that, of course, in the days and weeks to come. But what are your thoughts regarding the Emergencies Act in the first place? Was it necessary? Was it an overreach? Or did it accomplish what it was supposed to do, and now it's over? It's time to move on.